This is a Defocus Media production. What's up, everyone? It's your favorite optometrist, Dr. Daryl Glover. And I'm Dr. Jennifer Lyerly, resident optometry nerd. And welcome to Defocus Media, optometry's number one podcast, where we discuss the hottest topics, latest technology, eyewear, practice management, and more. So sit back, relax, and defocus. What's up, what's up, everyone? It's your favorite optometrist, Dr. Daryl Glover. Today, I'm super excited because we're talking about a topic that is very near and dear to my heart, a topic that really can change the way that you practice, but most importantly, help your practice elevate. And it really revolves around a relationship, an intimate relationship, a relationship that can increase loyalty, but also make sure your team members are happy in the office. Today, we're going to talk about the handoff, the power of the handoff. And today I have two experts that have really mastered this. And we're really going to dive deep into what they do in their practice that is, and, and get the skills and the tips that have really made their practice stand out more than any others around them. So friends and family, I'd like to welcome two experts. We have Dr. Sabrina Gann, and we also have an amazing optician, uh, Christine Howard. How are you ladies doing today? Good. Doing great. <laughs> Happy Thursday. Happy Thursday. So before we get started, I always like for the the crowd, the listeners, the followers, our amazing colleagues out there to know who we're having a conversation with. So Christine, if you don't mind, just maybe tell us a little bit about your background, maybe how you got into eye care and what you do in eye care, and then we'll follow up with you, uh, Dr. Gann, if you don't mind. So uh, I'm an optician and I've been practicing in the optical world for a little over 21 years now. Uh, And it honestly, it started out as a high school uh, internship that turned into something that I loved and here we are. Very nice, very nice. And you and I go back, we've been transition change agents for I think since they started a program. I mean, we've been around the block for quite a bit, you know, so, you know, that's why I'm super excited to, to partner with you this evening because I've seen you in action and I've heard you talk and the passion that you have about making sure patients have the right solution and partnering with doctors is just unmatched. So I'm really looking forward to diving into your expertise today. Dr. Gann, if you don't mind, maybe sharing a little bit about how you got in eye care and um, what you do in eye care as well. Um, I was an optician in college and went to optometry school and basically, you know, I, I just, I love optometry. So I went to ICO and graduated in 2009, came to Boston and, you know, practiced for 13 years and met Christine. Very nice. Very nice. And, you know, I want to kind of peel back a layer there. You mentioned that you were an optician prior to going to optometry school. Mm-hmm. I think that's golden because that truly gives you a different perspective on the importance of the handoff. Right. And that's really yeah. going to be very powerful for tonight's conversation as well. Um, so let's talk about this. Right. The power of the handoff. You know, some folks, you know, look at that handoff and, and they're experts at it. And some folks need a little bit of coaching. And some folks don't really understand how powerful that is. And that's from a doctor's perspective and also an optician or eyewear consultant perspective. But I think in order to truly have um, a powerful handoff, you really have to have a relationship, right? And I think it really starts with the doctor and the optician. So I'd really love to maybe explore, you know, how many years have you two been rocking and rolling and tag teaming and being that dynamic duo? If you don't mind maybe sharing um, what that experience has looked like in how many years? So here's a surprise. 
<laughs> I took over the practice a year ago, and Christine ah. was the in there. Mm -hmm. Okay. So, okay. Yeah, but we we meshed like really quick. It was like honestly, like it was probably one of the easiest transitions with Christine because and what made it easy. Well, it's like so for me because I was an optician in the past. I, I know like talking about everything in the exam room is so important. So like listening to their needs and telling them what they should be doing as far as like progressives or computer glasses or whatever. And then I come out and I just hand it to Christine and she like knows exactly what I've already spoken about. She knows like the things I've said in there, even though like we don't talk, it's just like this person's looking for a progress. She's like, all right. And then she goes to work. Like, I don't have to say much. Yeah. So gotcha, going back yeah. to the fact that she has been in my shoes previously makes it a lot easier and makes the one year seem like a lot more. Gotcha. So, so let's, let's dive a little deeper, Christine. I'd love for you, you know, prior to Dr. Gann coming in, you, you've probably seen some gaps with some doctors, right? Um, I know there's a lot of great doctors out there. All doctors are great. Let's just put that out there. But some of us need a little bit more when it comes to this handoff. And maybe you can kind of break down some of the gaps from an optician standpoint that you've seen when it comes to handoffs, um, because I think that's powerful. I think sometimes um, opticians or eyewear consultants don't want to speak up and say, hey, Dr. So-and-so, if you do this this way, that may uh, make the patient happier, make them more loyal, but make it easier on us as well. So maybe if you could walk through some of the gaps or challenges that you experienced it, um, prior to Dr. Gann coming in, and then we could build from there. So one of the biggest things is just communication. Now, Dr. Gann and I might not say a lot of words, but it doesn't mean that there isn't an understanding there and that we are on the same page. Um, I've worked with doctors where I literally just have a piece of paper, their prescription, and kind of have to guess and navigate how we're going to modify that prescription to fit the patient's best needs. Um, and sometimes talking to the patient isn't very helpful. They don't know. <laughs> um, they're like, I have no idea what just happened in the exam room. So definitely clear communication um, and having an understanding of what your goals are as a practice as a whole is really important. Um, that way, if everyone's on the same page, then you're all working towards the same goal and it makes it a lot easier. I love that. So it's more of a unified approach, right? Understanding mm -hmm. that your doctor is your partner, your doctor is um, your your advocate, your doctor is your friend, your family, right? So how do we, you know, come together with that unified approach to really create it um, easier for the patient, essentially, right? I love mm -hmm. those tips, Doctor Gann. Let's kind of take that perspective from the doctor, right? You know, sometimes we're having conversations with our our eyewear consultant, our opticians, and we're telling our patients what we prescribe, but sometimes there's that gap where the eyewear consultant or optician may not convey that message. Um, you know, where are the gaps that you've seen, you know, prior to coming Christine and becoming that dynamic duo? Well, sometimes you hand them the prescription, like the optician, the prescription, and you say, oh, they're looking for, um, you know, an Aizen lens or progressive. And then you find out that later, they gave them something completely different. They gave them single vision or they talked them out of what I already talked them into. And that's really frustrating, you know, as the doctor. Because why did I just spend 10 minutes with that person <laughs> talking about it? Yeah, and I, and I think that's something that 
is is lost in the sauce, right? When it comes to the doctor uh, patient handoff or the power of the handoff, is that I think personally everyone in the office should shadow a patient through the entire journey. I mean, imagine what it looks like if your eyewear consultant or if your optician actually sits in the exam lane with you while you're talking to that patient, while you're prescribing from the chair. It changes the game. They now understand the communication, the dialogue, the language, the words that you're using. So when they go to the eyewear area, they're all on the same page. And I think that's something that can really change the game in regards to how we practice day in and day out. Definitely. Yeah. So, so tell me this, when it comes to speaking the same language, do you have, you know, certain codes in your office or certain words that you use or certain words that you don't use? Because I'm a firm believer, if you're not speaking the same language, then there's going to be a disconnect between the doctor and the optician, but most importantly, between the doctor, optician and the patient as well. So are you saying the same thing as far as no glare or anti-reflective coating or photochromic lens or transitions, or there's certain words that you don't use? I'd love to get your perspective in regards to that. Well, Christine knows I want 100% anti-reflection in my office, right? Yep. So that's that's kind of a no-brainer. I don't even have to say that to her because she already knows that. Um, as far as transition, she's a transition agent. So, I mean, she, <laughs> she's going to always bring that up, right? Um, and sun protection and all that jazz. But, um, yeah, I mean, with her, it's really just like this person, you know, I talked to them about having, you know, first-time progressive. They're a little hesitant or, you know, I'll say something like that. But literally, she understands. She's like, okay. She's like, I got it. And then she usually will, you know, close that sale. No problem, because she knows I've already spoken to them about it. And when I speak to the patient, I oftentimes will say that, you know, Dr. Gann prescribed X, Y and Z. Mm -hmm. And that just makes it easier. Nobody really questions an MD when they prescribe a medication for a patient to solve whatever health issue they have at hand. So if we use that same kind of language in this situation, I think it really resonates with the patient a lot, too. Yeah, I love that. And, and something that you just mentioned, Christine, is the word prescribe. I've said this a million times on this podcast that we cannot recommend anything. Um, Dr. Gann is doctors we prescribe. And Christine, you get it. Like you said, you go to your PCP, you're not going to uh, take a recommendation. They're going to prescribe something. So what do you need to do? You need to prescribe that and move forward with that product. I mean, I think sometimes we get bogged down by thinking about the patient's you know, pockets or sounding like a sales Man, but in reality, I hate to say it, you guys, but indirectly we do sell, but we sell by finding a solution for the patients, right? So you got to change your mindset in regards to what's taking place when you're communicating with the patient. You're just giving them a solution and there is going to be some type of sales component to it. But the best way, in my personal opinion, to convey that message is really talk about the features, right? Uh, don't just say anti-reflective coating. What does that anti-reflective coating do? Does it reduce glare when driving at night, cut down on that starburst, make things more comfortable, make the lens look better when you take pictures and selfies? I mean, give your patients real life experiences and educate them on how this is truly going to elevate their lifestyles day in and day out. Um, I think that's huge. And when we do that in my practice, we tend to see more of a conversion. But most importantly, we make patients feel more comfortable. They don't feel like they're getting, you know, pushed into a certain lens option because we're trying to sell them something directly. Instead, we're giving them a solution that's going to accommodate their lifestyle. Are you seeing that in your practice? And also when you do the handoff as well, does that seem to be the chemistry that you have? 
Well, you literally just say like they have, you know, you get 15% better vision at night when you drive, when you have the anti-reflection. So you have to have that on your glasses and the patients always agree, right? Um, reduces the eye strain. Definitely. You know, so you just say all those things. It's like, this is what you need. And so the patient, and I write it on the prescription. So it's already printed out. So when Christine gets it, she's already got it. Gotcha. And Christine, when you get it, do you read it back and reinforce what's written down by Dr. Gann? Or what does that conversation look like? Um, a lot of times I'll come back to whatever the patient issue might be, whether it's, you know, struggling at the computer or whatnot. And I'll then say, okay, Sam, you know, I see here that you're struggling um, at work, struggling on the computer. So these lenses that Dr. Gann has prescribed for you, they're going to address, you know, the, the eye strain that you're having. It's going to help with, you know, the glare that you're getting off the screen. I bring it back to what their problem is and how yes. what we're giving them is going to solve that problem. Absolutely. And I think that's key. You know, patients are coming to you because you're the expert, but you got to talk about the problem that they came in. Again, that goes where it doesn't look like you're directly selling, but you're solving that problem and finding that solution. And that makes the patient feel more comfortable with the conversation and proceeding with whatever's been prescribed by the doctor. You know, I'm looking at some of these comments here. Everyone is agreeing with you too, 100%. I mean, uh, Carissa is saying, I agree. Communication is number one. Sounds simple but it's often underutilized. Let me say that one more time. It's often underutilized. Again, we're experts. We got to speak up. We got to communicate with our patients and let them know what's going on. We have another comment here from Peter Andrew, and he's saying awesome dialogue. This is where the patient either feels comfortable or they don't. The patient experience starts before they uh, get their eye exam good stuff. So fantastic job. Thank you guys for tuning in. We really like it. Keep the comments going. Keep them coming in. Keep them flowing. Again, tonight's all about the power of the handoff. And we're going to really break this down in more detail. Now, tell me this. I'm curious to know, when you have different um, age groups, is the handoff the same? Like, you know, if you have someone that's a millennial versus someone that's a Generation Z, do you say the same things? I mean, what does that look like? Because kids and parents versus someone that's not in with the kid, it can be a completely different exam altogether. So I'm curious to know how you tackle that situation. Well, do you mean like pre-presbyopic? <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Um, you talking about me? Yes. Um, yes. So, I mean, basically, I, I'm super relatable, so it's easy because I'm like, listen, you know, our focusing system is just not working as well as it used to. And so I was like, but we put this lens in, you know, with uh, school age people, we, we use this for college kids all the time. So this Izen lens is great because it just gives you a little more ability to focus and less eye strain. So I don't even talk about the fact that they're getting old. <laughs> <laughs> right. No one wants to hear it. No, they don't. I mean, no I always, I, and I've said this previously, you know, I always say you're getting younger by the day. I say you're more seasoned. I say you're a veteran. I say thank you for all your wonderful years of knowledge. Please bestow some of that knowledge upon me. You know, I make it fun and exciting. But to your point, Dr. Gann, look, I turned 40 this year, right? I know I look 22. I know, I know, I know. Well, but, me too, uh, me too. The game has changed for me. But, you know, I think that is key is just, making it more relatable, right? Patients are coming to you, number one, because they see something in you that they see in themselves. 
So honestly, that trust factor is already broken down. You got to keep in mind, these patients can see anybody in the world that they want to, but they came to see you. And then they came to see you, Christine, to be able to get the right pair of glasses to accommodate their lifestyle. So I think that's a huge piece when it comes to the power of the handoff, making it more relatable, having a conversation, finding that common interest, seeing what likes that you have that are similar. That way you can break that trust and begin that conversation. So yeah, pre-presbyopes for us, that's pretty cool. And that's easier to dive in because we're going through that, right? I love my eyes in as well. And I'm going to continue rocking that until I have to jump into a Verilux. But I am also curious, again, what does this conversation look like with kids, right? Because a handoff with kids can be completely different from a pre-presbyope or someone that is a seasoned presbyope. How do you uh, navigate that conversation in the exam room when you're doing a handoff over to the optical um, in the optical area? Um, I mean, the kids are kind of easy. They're they're pretty. I mean, if, obviously, if they need a small accommodative, you know, um, ad, it's it's pretty easy. I just write it down on the prescription, like I said, and I just hand it to Christine, and she just goes off with it. But usually, the parents are like pretty understanding. Because it's like, okay, you know, they need to be able to focus far and near when they're in school. And if they're not focused well, then their vision is going to suffer. So, you know, it's usually not a, it's not an issue for parents to just go ahead and get that for the kids because they need it. Yeah. And I, I think, you know, the, the main thing with kids and the reason why I feel like it's very important with the, with the handoff with kids is because that starts their journey in eye care, right? Mm -hmm. That starts their journey in eyewear. So if you can establish from the beginning the right solutions and educate them why they're doing it and the parent can hear it, it makes it easier to have that patient for life. But most importantly, when the, the parent comes back for their eye exam, they already understand the language and the lingo and what's going on as well. I always mm -hmm. tell folks, kids are a great opportunity to really build your practice, but you want to make sure that you hit it out the park on the first try because that's going to set you know, the, uh, uh, the the trend or set what's going to happen moving forward with that family. So it's very important to make sure that you convey the message and find the right solution when you're talking to these kids. Now, we got some more folks chiming in here. We got Brandy Higgins. Shout out to Brandy Higgins. I've actually known her for my entire eye care career for about 20 something years. Uh, when I was a technician, uh, I think she was front desk. And now she's uh, one of our general managers over at my, my doctor. And she's doing a fantastic job. She says that she loves the idea of an EC following a patient through the journey and having a strong OD and an eye care consultant partnership is very key. And I strongly agree. Um, looks like we have another message here from Peter. Peter's really loving this conversation. Uh, we review clarity related to what they do. They aren't sold and upgrade. The patient is solving a lack of clarity issue by deciding what's needed where in their life. No one gets old. We embrace distinguished nature, right? <laughs> so you can see this is a hot topic. People are coming out. People want to have conversations. They want to know, you know, what's the tricks? Because again, this is the secret sauce, you guys. This is what's going to keep patients held to the practice. Now, I want to kind of circle back. Both of you mentioned some branded names, you know, Eisen in particular. You know, how important is it to have that language and speak branded name solutions in that exam lane and also on the floor when you're talking to your patients? And what does that look like in your practice? Go ahead, Christine. <laughs> um, well, it helps to know that that's the product that we're going to use. And Repetition is key. Oftentimes, the first time a patient hears something, they don't really hear it. So if they hear it once or twice in the exam room, then they hear it once or twice out on the optical floor, then they're really starting to hear it. 
Um, so that's important. And it kind of starts to resonate with them. And I will say many times I've you know, mention the word Verilux and patients who might not even really understand what it is. They're like, oh, I've heard of that. I've seen a commercial. So it already gives them a sense of, okay, this is a legitimate good product that is going to help solve my problem. I love it. And I think it's key to really leverage our partners out there. You know, Essilor Transitions, just a fantastic organization. They do a lot of marketing for us. And that brings patients into the exam room. And all we have to do is pick up, you know, the, the ball and continue going. I mean, if they're already blasting to the masses, um, you know, about Verilux or Eisen or this incredible lens technology that they have, and we're leveraging that technology in our office, let's just tell our patients about it because they're coming in educated about it. Don't sell them short. Give them the resources and tools that they need to make a difference. Um, what I'd like to do next is just kind of maybe walk through a scenario of what it looks like doing a handoff in your practice. All right. I'll be the patient and I'll, I'll kind of <laughs> use myself. Right. I'm a 40 year old black male, have problems with looking at my cell phone sometimes. And I want to see the famous Dr. Gann. What do I need, <laughs> Dr. Gann? I'm lost in the sauce. Please save me. If you can kind of walk through, you know, the questions you may ask me and then what that conversation would look like with Christine. I think that'd be fantastic for all the students all the new graduates, and even some of the seasoned ODs that want a little bit of coaching and molding in regards to this handoff? Well, so a lot of times, you know, they complain about headaches or eye strain, or I think it's just I'm on the computer too much. And it's like, well, yeah, I mean, if you lived on a farm, it would be all dandy, but you're, you know, going to be on the computer all day. So you really need the right prescription, you know, to be able to focus and see and they say, well, you know, I can see everything just fine. It's like, oh, I know I can too. But if I don't have my glasses on, you know, it's, it's quite a struggle. And I start to have more eye strain and headaches. And, um, you know, my night driving is worse because I've been focusing all day, like up close at small print. And so I actually have a harder time seeing at night. And so a lot of people complain about night driving and you don't even realize it's because they're pseudomyopic. Um, so you have to remember that it's like, you, you think like, oh, well, their prescription's fine. So they just, you know, they're single vision and all good. It's like, no, you should put them in a small ad because you would, you'd be surprised at how much better their night vision is. My night vision is perfect now because I'm wearing, a, you know, a low powered ad. And nice. so they come out and they're all pumped and ready to go. I'm like, I'm, this is going to solve all your problems. This is going to fix it. And they're like, okay. okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I already wrote it on your prescription. Christine knows all about it. They're like, okay. So, <laughs> so then from there, I take it and I start to ask the patient, tell me a little bit about like what your day looks like. So Daryl, what's, what's your day look like? Well, you know, I spend a lot of time running behind my one-year-old and my five-year-old is driving me crazy. That's why I have no hair. And I am in an office all day looking at a computer for the most part. So sometimes I get tired eyes. But you know that doctor I just saw, Dr. Gann, she told me she can make my life a lot easier and I have nothing to worry about. And you had the lens solution. So I'm dying to know what I need next. Yeah, so we're going to get you into a lens that's going to help with all that computer um, activity, but also be able to help you still run around those kids that are keeping you on your toes without having to, you know, switch between multiple pairs. So let's go find a nice stylish frame for you. Nice. I love it. I love it. So this is great. I and mean, then I think, 
you know, you, we need to show that more, right? The conversation that's had between the doctor and the optician and the eyewear consultant, because it's not talked about enough. So I, I really appreciate you ladies running through that. Um, again, we got more comments up here. So I'm going to shout them out. Um, for those that may be listening to this on audio and not on video, make sure you go to YouTube. You can check this video out and see everyone posting these comments. But we have way more night driving complaints in the winter when it gets dark so much earlier. So that's a great opportunity to really have these conversations and bring real life situations in the, in the picture. Um, here's another comment here. Two lessons I've learned over my season lifetime are always A, listen to your doctor, B, <laughs> The wife is always right. Now, I think that might be a loved one somewhere, someone here. So we got we got a loved one on here representing. <laughs> and you're right. Your wife is always right. I've learned that um, the hard way, but I know now. So uh, shout out to my wife out there. Without her, I wouldn't be where I'm at in this world. She is my backbone. She makes me better, stronger every single day. And she's also my biggest critic as well. But uh, this is this is great. Um, I, I would love to kind of maybe, you know, shift the conversation a little bit and maybe talk about, you know, some kickback that you get from maybe the handoff. I mean, it's not always going to be perfect, right? You know, Dr. Gann can say you need A, B, C, D and, you know, paint the perfect picture of why and what problems you're solving and talk about the futures. But when they get out you, to you, Christine, and they're saying, I just want my prescription. I want to go, or I don't think that's going to work for me. Like what kind of conversation are you having with the patient at that point? Because there's going to be some challenges out there. Um, how do you combat that to bring them back to Dr. Gann solving that patient problem, but also so that they don't walk with that prescription as well. So I like to just have a conversation with them and whatever that conversation may be, I like to use their own words. So if they have at some point mentioned, you know, yeah, you know, I'm struggling reading menus when I go out to dinner, but it's no big deal. Or um, the font on my phone is really big now, but that, that's just how I deal with it. I will use their own words, not against them, but as a reminder that you are bringing this to our attention as an issue. Um, and this can take care of that. So when I bring it back to what they are saying, oftentimes they're like, you know what, maybe you're right. I love it. I love it. And, and and I love all those points. I think when you can bring it back to the to the essence, to the to the reason why they came in, it really gives a reality check. Right. Mm -hmm. But again, I'm curious to know when you're in the exam lane and you're talking about these lens solutions and you're like, I don't think I want that. I don't think I need that. You know, what's your what's your response back to the patients as well? Well, you know, I, I say, well, you know, you're going to keep struggling and it's unfortunately going to get an inch worse every year. <laughs> so you're going to have more and more eye strain and headaches. And I'm like, you know, it's like a stepping stone. You really don't want to just go from zero to a hundred. You want to take a stepping stone towards that, you know, end result, right? So by doing this in baby steps, it makes the transition much easier. So people who go from like a no ad to like a 225 ad, that's a huge problem, right? And we see that in the industry yeah. on the optician side and the doctor side. And it's like, well, that's why you have to kind of give them slow stepping stone, you know, prescriptions. And that's why they need to have those prescriptions filled. And if they don't, they always come back the next year and they always say, you were right. I should have gotten that last year. And then they get it the next year, right? So we may not always win the first year, but we'll always win the second. 
Well, you planted the seed, right? I mean, if you educate and communicate, that's what we truly need. It's education, it's communication, but you have to plant the seed. If you just let that patient walk away, you know, you're going to lose a patient for life. And keep in mind, every patient that you help, they're going to tell tons of people about how great Dr. Gann was, how great uh, Christine was. And they're going to come back to your practice and they're going to bring tons of other patients with them as well. Now, something I want to kind of go into before we end this show is the topic of presbyopia, right? Dr. Gann, you and I clearly are at that point where Mother Nature's starting to flirt with us, right? Kissing us right here on the cheek and saying, hey, I'm here. Um, I personally think, you know, this is a fantastic opportunity to really take um, putting patients and progressives to the next level because there's seasoned millennials that are now becoming presbyopic or pre-presbyopes, right? So, you know, what are you using for yourself and what are you using for your patients when it comes to that Verilux uh, portfolio lens? And maybe this is a question for you as well, Christine, when you're talking to these patients. I was going to say, she filled my glasses. I should be asking her what I get because I'm at a one ad at this point. And so, so we kind of split it up. We put like a quarter on the top and then we put the 75 on the bottom, you know, and she's like, you know, when are you going to jump into that one ad? I'm like, <laughs> I have to say, I was an early um, adapter and user of the Eisen lens. I think I've used all of them um, at one point just to test, but also, you know, just to because I need it. I mean, yeah. I'm hitting the big 4.0 soon, too. So I, I'm with you guys. Um, but it also really helps when I can share my personal experience with the patient. Um, I often say I wear these lenses too. Yep. And let's face it. If you know me, you know, I have an eyewear wardrobe. Okay. So I have multiple pairs of glasses and some of them are older that I still actively wear, but they may not have that um, eyes and technology. And I've had conversations more than once with patients where I'm like, I'll share with them. I have multiple pairs of glasses and I can tell at the end of the day, which one had the eyes and lens and which one didn't because I'm not experiencing that strain, that tiredness feeling. Um, so being able to share from a personal one-on-one -on -one perspective, it m makes it more relatable for the patient too. Yeah. And I think one of the main buzzwords that you've hit on several times today is relatable, right? Again, patients are coming to you because you're the expert. How can you make that conversation more relatable where they see themselves in you and understand that you understand what they're going through? Right. The thing I love about, you know, the portfolio of what Estor has is that that Eisen lens. Right. That's the lens that will really make your life a lot easier. Right. Especially your pre-presbyopes. But it's a smooth alley hoop or assist to jump into that Verilux, you know, maybe that Liberty option, those new presbyopes. Um, and then, you know, jumping into the mix and maybe the Verilux X series. Right. And then when you look at the portfolio of all the lens technology that's available out there, as far as anti-reflective coatings, the Grisol family and a photochromic lens, as far as the transitions, there's something for every patient and you can find a solution for every patient that walks through your doors. But you have to communicate. You have to find what's relatable. And most importantly, you have to do what Dr. Kate Ham stated here. It's all about meeting patients where they are. And if you can understand that and you can, you know, push that into the practice, that will change how you practice and that'll change how the patient views you as well. And shout out to Kate. Kate loves herself some eyes in and some Verilux X as well. Uh, you know, Kate's uh, a presbyo, but she's a young lady there, you know, but she knows she needs some help with that accommodation. So she's always bragging to me about the Verilux X. At some point in time, I'll get in there, but I'm going to still ride this wave with the eyes in lens, I must say. Maybe next year. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. 
Well, hey, this has been fantastic. It's been great conversation. I mean, the power of the handoff is what's going to help elevate the practice. I would love before we end this show for maybe each one of you to give a, a pearl. You know, if someone's listening to this and they want to implement something tomorrow, something that will change the way they practice tomorrow, maybe um, you two could share one of those pearls each. So maybe we'll start with you, Dr. Gann, if you don't mind. Um, so one of the biggest things I say pretty much to everyone who's like going into a progressive or an Aizen or whatever, and they always say, well, what about the distortion? Because I've heard that it's going to make me fall off a cliff, basically. It's like, well, no, you know, what happens is your um, brain is not used to it at first. So the, you know, it's kind of like a balloon. So the reading section is at the bottom and it's smaller. But what happens is the zones kind of widen as your brain gets used to it. So you start to blend all those zones together after a few days. I tell them, like, from my experience, I was like, when I first put it on, I was like, oh, I can really see the difference. But then after the novelty wore off in like two days, I didn't notice the floor being blurry anymore. I didn't notice any of that stuff, but your brain has to get adjusted. And then the zones just like widen on their own. So Love it. Love it. Christine? Um, well, at the risk of sounding like a broken record, um, I really think that it's important to be relatable and to remind the patient that you're there to solve their problem. So I always come back to that. That builds a level of trust with the patient and by talking about how you're solving their problem, I, I have that conversation more than maybe some of the science behind the lenses. Um, speaking their language, they it makes it where they trust you. And then now once they have that trust, you're golden. I love it. And I agree with both of you 100%. You know, this, this conversation today has been very powerful. This is a conversation that's going to elevate your practice, take your practice to the next level. This is a conversation that your team members in your office will thank you because you're going to make their life a lot easier. But not only are you going to make their life easier, you're going to make the flow in the office tremendously better. You see, it starts before you even get into the office, right? You got to make sure that you have the right, um, you know, media stuff online. Patients should be reading about Eisen, Verilux X, all this stuff before they even walk in your door. Your front desk staff or team members should be wearing these lens products. So when a patient comes in and they say something, they can say, hey, Dr. Glover, Dr. Gann is going to talk to you about this. Your technician should really be your right-hand man or your right-hand woman that asks all the right questions, those lifestyle questions, um, what you do for a living. That way, when that patient gets into your room, you have all the pieces of the puzzle right in front of you. But then you can do a little more digging, a little more probing, and truly prescribe from the chair. Find that solution for the patient and reinforce what you find and make sure that you prescribe and not recommend. Then jump out into that eyewear area, that optical showroom floor, and partner with experts like Christine and reinforce what you found and let them reinforce it again. This is next level practicing. This will take your practice to the next level. Make sure you team and partner with each other. Doctors, opticians, I cannot stress this enough. We have to work together as one in a uniform fashion and prescribe branded solutions that will change patients' lives. I want to thank both of you for tuning in this evening. This has been fantastic. It's eye care experts like you that's going to help to elevate this world of eye care, but also help elevate healthcare in general as well. Thank you so much, everyone. Thank you for tuning in. Stay healthy, stay positive, stay blessed. And until next time, peace. 
Alright colleagues, and it's a wrap. Thank you dearly for hanging out with the Defocus Media team. We hope truly something resonated with you. And if it did, be sure to give us five stars. And make sure you follow us on all social media platforms. Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, LinkedIn, you named it. And our handle is at Defocus Media on all platforms. And until next time, be sure to keep it 2020. And we look forward to seeing you on the next episode.